0: Let's talk about your 58-year-old lady.
1: This was a woman who was initially seen and treated elsewhere, and I met her kind of in the middle of her course. She was diagnosed in October of 2011 with a locally advanced right breast cancer, high-grade, positive LVI, ERPR negative, HER2-3+, inflammatory characteristics by the description. She had a right axillary FNA that was positive. She was treated with, I believe, TCH, and finished her treatment with TCH in about February or March of the following year. So this is like February, March 2012. She was supposed to be maintained on adjuvant trastuzumab, but it's not clear how much she had. And as I reviewed the outside records, I did not see any documentation of what had been done when she finished the chemotherapy in terms of assessing her breast, and certainly no surgery was done. So in February-ish, she finished the TCH, and the next imaging we had was May, at which time a PET scan showed dramatic improvement in the right breast and the axillary node, but a new left axillary lymph node that was felt to be suspicious, and no other evidence of disseminated disease. She had a biopsy of that left axillary lymph node and subsequently an excisional biopsy that confirmed metastatic carcinoma, ERPR negative HER2-3+. And so now that gets us to about June of 2012 when she gets put on lipatinib and capecitabine. And I met her in August of 2012 when she came in absolutely miserable from the toxicity from the two drugs. She was having diarrhea. She was having the hand palmer desquamation. She would come in wearing gloves because her hands had multiple fissures and cracks and were swollen. She couldn't do fine motor movements. She had some paresthesias. And so at that point, I tried to get a handle on what was going on because it was a somewhat complicated case, maintained her on her therapy. In December, we did a PET scan that showed no evidence of any uptake anywhere, not in the original right breast, which an axilla or on the left axilla. I actually presented her case at San Antonio, and George Sledge was on the panel, and kind of after the discussion and in talking with the patient, we made a decision to go ahead and proceed with the right mastectomy axillary node dissection. There was some debate about whether we needed to do anything on the left side, and the feeling was that the left axillary node probably was just related to lymphatics from the right side. We did not End up doing anything more locally on the left side, and have maintained around lapatinib and Cape Citabine. I did change her Cape schedule from two weeks on, a week off, to a week on, a week off. And we did the mastectomy, we did chest wall radiation, and then I actually switched it to lapatinib and trastuzumab. We got rid of the Cape at that point. So now for over a year, she's been on lapatinib and trastuzumab. She still has some hand-foot issues, and she still has diarrhea, but is much better than she was before, as well as some alopecia. It's much better than she was before, but still having symptoms. So one of the questions is, where do we go from here? Do we continue her on the lapatinib and the trastuzumab? Do we stop both? Do we just continue with the trastuzumab? And so that was my question for Dr. Brufsky.
0: So just to clarify, though, when she came into your care, had she- she moved into the area, or she was there and she switched oncologists?
1: She switched oncologists.
0: That's what I thought. So she was having a lot of toxicity and then walks into your clinic and says, Well, can you help me? Right. Hmm. What was your assessment of her relationship to her other oncologist? Was this a colleague in town?
1: No, it was not in town. It was in a slightly different area of the state, and so she just didn't feel like she could really talk with him. I'm not sure what the decision-making was not to proceed with surgery for the right breast earlier, and so she was very unhappy with her previous care.
0: So, Adam, what's your assessment of this case?
2: So, it's a very interesting case. So, it's a lady who had neoadjuvant TCH for HER2-positive inflammatory breast cancer had what sounded like to be an amazingly nice response and kind of in the middle of it gets a scan and has a node uptake in the left axilla and i think her oncologist at the time felt that was metastatic disease you could take the optimistic view as pat and i were talking about and said this is just her sentinel node you know in fact you just had lymphatic drainage to the left axilla and you're just seeing the appearance of it and in fact she got on the pat of cytobine was treated for a while then got fairly standard, uh, well, not standard, but got a resection of her tumor, just Typical treatment of inflammatory breast cancer with a complete response, you know, got a mastectomy, got radiation. The lymph node on the left was removed, so that considered the sentinel node biopsy, and has been on lapatinib trastuzumab for a year with substantial toxicity. And to be honest with you, you know, she's gotten, I guess, the alto therapy. She's gotten the experimental arm of alto. In other words, she's gotten, you know, alto as we know is lapatinib alone, trastuzumab alone, or the combination, the arm has been discontinued. So it's really trastuzumab versus trastuzumab and lapatinib. And so she got a year of therapy. So, you know, one option is she could be done. You could consider this, you know, stage three, B or three C, whatever, breast cancer after adjuvant-alto-like therapy, and that's it. And I think that that's one major option, and it's not a bad option to consider. If she really felt like she wanted to have kind of a safety blanket, And if you felt as an oncologist that it would be okay to continue on trastuzumab because that's less toxic, go for it. But I mean, I think that there's a reasonable case to be made here to stop as much as you can.